0: For your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored, I am Milo Denison.
1: And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today, we're doing Jean-Claude Van Damme versus Steven Seagal.
0: Smackdown! Proper cage match this time. And here's the thing. I usually end up on the losing end of these verses, but not this time. Because this time, I went Jean-Claude Van Damme. So (laughs) this (laughs) one, I'm winning. (laughs) It depends on how you measure it, brother. We'll see. Uh, Well, you want to go first? I think
1: you should go first because Steven Seagal, you could do a whole retrospective on this guy. He's a mess, dude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, which is why I'm going to win.
1: But we'll see what
0: happens. All right. Uh, Jean-Claude, or JCVD, as he's affectionately known, He's an actor. He's a martial artist. He's a filmmaker. He's a choreographer. Uh, He's the muscles from Brussels, baby. Muscles from Brussels. So he's been studying karate since he was 10, I believe, is what it was, when his father enrolled him in karate school. He um, earned his black belt at 18. He also studied ballet, taekwondo, and Muay Thai. He also later trained in full-contact karate, and um, even got a Mr. Belgium bodybuilding title. So he has competed and won 44 victories, only lost four times in tournaments and non-tournaments in semi-contact matches. In contact matches, he has defeated 25 opponents. Oh, no, wait, sorry. He defeated 18 people with 18 knockouts and one defeat. That's in full contact. So he's been done uh, not full contact, and full contact. In uh, He was on the Belgian karate team and won the European Karate Championship in 1979, that team did. And he was very close. He placed second place in the Challenge Coupe d'Espoir Karate Tournament, which is a three-day tournament where he defeated 25 opponents before losing in the final to his teammate. Um, basically he's badass is what I'm saying here. Like he does all the martial arts and literally does them and fights with them and has a record that can show for it. He's friends with Chuck Norris and, uh, they started to work together and Chuck Norris and Vinedown was actually a bouncer at one of Chuck, at Chuck Norris's bar. And then of course he got into acting as we know. Um, he's did some kind of small stuff. He was supposed to play the predator in uh Predator. And if you see any video footage of this, it's hilarious. Back when it
1: was like a giraffe bug looking thing, right? Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. in like
0: a green suit kind of thing. <laughs> it looks yeah. ridiculous.
1: He didn't like it though.
0: No, he quit and good call on that. And it was better that they replaced him with the character that they went with. However, in 1988, his breakout film, Bloodsport, which he starred in, had only a $1.1 million budget and grossed $11.8 million worldwide, leading to a rise above your guy in so many different ways with Cyborg, Kickboxer, Lionheart, Death Warrant, Double Impact, Universal Soldier... Time Cop, Street Fighter, Maxim Risk, and even recently in things like The Expendables, Kung Fu Panda. He does voiceovers as Master Croc. And, of course, the fantastic TV miniseries Jean-Claude Van Johnson, where he plays a version of himself who is a spy masquerading as Jean-Claude Van Damme, the actor. And, of course, we all remember him from the Coors Light beer commercials where he is covered in sleeveless denim running around snow covered mountains being awesome so i mean come on like he 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 can kick butt he can act he can still do the splits i don't think your guy can do the splits and uh, he's got a record to show for it and uh his movies have actually been released in the theater in the past 20 years versus just straight to video <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Well, Steven
1: Seagal went to Japan and learned Aikido. That doesn't mean anything. You've been to Japan. I know, but he lived there and learned Aikido. I didn't. I just partied with sailors. But he—he he was not only—he didn't only get a black belt in Aikido in Japan. He was like one of the first, if not only, foreigners to ever like become a master of Aikido in Japan and actually teach in a dojo and had his own dojo there. So he's like legit Aikido master. Okay. Aikido is a cool, I think it's an interesting martial art because it's kind of a defensive martial art that uses the other people's violence against them. It's all very cool and Zen, right? So he came back to the States and he um, opened his own dojo in California, but he did kind of like some Hollywood bodyguard kind of stuff. And eventually, one of his demonstrations got the attention of um, some Hollywood people, who gave him a little budget to not only not only act in, but like produce and write a movie. Also, came out in 1998 called Above the Law, which uh, grossed 18, almost 19 million so it had a small budget too but it it made some money and it was a really big hit and so he 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 came and it, he had an interesting style with his movies where it was kind of this offensive aikido where he just like be super violent with his aikido so he used their own body weight against them but then he would like slap fight them and break sticks across their their face I thought the movies were super cool because it's a, it's a very unique style of action movie and you know everybody else is kind of doing roundhouse kicks or whatever but he he was the first to do this kind of offensive aikido in his movies so above the law was was really good and it was a huge hit and it spawned a bunch of other huge hits following that like hard to kill marked for death out for justice and then under siege in 1992 which was a huge movie grossed 83 million dollars and he worked with the likes of Gary Busey and Tommy Lee Jones it was a it was like a big big movie um so he was a, he was a really big star too and 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 he he's one of the he's probably the first and only Aikido action star to ever come out um, and 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 have a huge career in making movies. It it's a little hard to st- to study Steven Seagal though because a lot of it's some myth myth m- mythical bullshit he made up himself. So you don't really know what's true, what's not. <laughs> so. so and i think that's what you get with some of these kind of uh, masters and and he's a buddhist and stuff so he's all mystical in his own head is i don't know if he makes stuff up to kind of make himself look better or if he just believes it in his own head but i i you can't really i don't i can't really say he's done this or that because it's it's a lot of stories that he makes up himself so if Your guy wins only because you're assuming that that we're pitting them up against each other in a good way. But if we put them up against each other and who's more batshit crazy and who's the biggest kind of douchiest kind of guy, then my guy definitely wins. Because Steven Seagal's (laughs) kind of a weird douchey guy. (laughs) He is.
0: Yeah. uh, You win on the douchiest, but Cage Match, my guy. Well, Well,
1: Cage Match... yeah, that might be an it. Well, I don't know. So listen. Here's the thing. Van dam has been in actual
0: fights against actual opponents.
1: Okay. So listen, in 2008, there, uh, Sylvester Stallone, this is all according to Sylvester Stallone, had a party. And Jean-Claude uh, was kind of like, because Steven Seagal's kind of talking smack about how he doesn't like Jean-Claude Van Damme and he can whoop his ass. and And so Jean-Claude accosted him. He's like, hey, let's, let's see if who's going to, what, you know, that this is a a match that actually could have happened. Would have been great. Yeah. But Steven Seagal, because he's so Zen and Buddhist, left the situation and went to a nightclub and and then JBCD actually in a gang and, and his entourage followed him. And he was like, no, let's settle this. And he's like, and he disappeared because he's Zen bro. No. The best fight is when you don't fight, like Bruce Lee said.
0: Yeah, he (laughs) ran away because he knew he would lose that fight. Let me ask you this. Would a Zen Buddhist bitch-slap John Leguizamo so hard that he goes up against a brick wall when making the film executive decision? John has told the story many times. A Buddhist would not do that. Would a Buddhist, most of the stunt people that have worked on films with Steven Seagal have complained about him being too violent? And I think most importantly, a Zen Buddhist would not have sexually assaulted, I mean, how many women is it? Like 19 women allegedly, going the way back to- Uh-huh, allegedly. All of
1: his multiple sexual assault and sexual um harassment suits have been either settled or dropped okay so allegedly he, he's managed this to is pay America <laughs> you're innocent until proven guilty
0: uh-huh, but uh-huh. i don't want
1: to hear your communist bullshit about how communist commune, bullshit doing all that
0: whatever yeah yeah so i don't believe a zen buddhist <laughs> would assault people working on film sets being a totalist <laughs> Uh, um, a Zen Buddhist wouldn't be banned from Saturday Night Live for being like such an asshole to the people on set.
1: <laughs> so, so like I said, Steven Seagal wins if you're talking about the. I mean, he is by all accounts the worst guest they ever had. He's number 1 winning <laughs> Your guy Nick Cage is only number 2. Steven Seagal is number 1. He got uh-huh. the gold medal in in never coming back to SNL again. Right. right? Winning when he does things he does it 100%
0: baby. And again ran away from a fight from Jean-Claude Van And Ditt. I wonder if he ran like away the little like bitch a little bitch like like
1: <laughs> In his movies, he runs kind of in that sissy, oh, yeah, his little sissy run that he bitch did. run. <laughs> I wonder if he ran away like that, like a yeah. little bitch run. <laughs> well, and he's also in like here's the problem with like Steven Seagal is guys like him. It's like Trump loves, you know, really admires Putin and 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 the Kim Jong il little fella over in North Korea because they want to be that they have this in their head they they have such a gra- grand vision of themselves um like Dennis Rodman was over in North Korea just hanging out like i love this place this is my these are my people right well so i guess steven Seagal has russian citizenship and he just he loves putin to death
0: yep he's referred to putin as one of the great living world leaders yeah that's your guy
1: I'm Like I said, man, <laughs> we're talking more about him because he's got all kinds of crazy shit going on. And you're right, though, about Jean-Claude has some decent movies, but you you got to watch the newer Steven Seagal movies. They're awesome. They're direct-to-video ones, so he produces and writes them himself, and they're obviously vanity projects, and and he's kind of – he's fat now, and and he's like – Bitch slap fighting now in a chair with his enemies, and he's even sitting down. And they have <laughs> all these quick cuts because he can't actually move very fast. And he even has a body double that body doubles for him, just like kind of walking across the camp. It's <laughs> always lazy so lazy he can't is. walk. There's always some beautiful women who just want to get with him; they can't resist him. Of course, so there's these big vanity projects, and they're maybe just a couple thousand dollars in, in one bitch slap fight. Um, above like a Neil Breen movie you know what I mean <laughs> like yeah. Steven Seagal and Neil Breen ought to do Teemo. a crossover because Steven Seagal just has maybe a little bit of a bigger budget than Neil Breen but they're basically kind of the same kind of movies so nowadays Steven Seagal movies are like larger budget Neil Breen films and they're they're just brilliant you have to watch them
0: uh, Van Damme doesn't have to worry about funding his own films because people will fund him in films and pay him to be in films because he's awesome which is also why he has 75 film credits to Seagal's 52 film credits because people want to work with JVCVD. Sounds like a disease when you say <laughs> it's it that way. actually J-C-V-D Oh man, I just
1: got some J-C-V-D Oh, oh man. I gotta call that girl I
0: was with last night. <laughs> gotta tell her now <laughs> <laughs> You know, come on, he played a crocodile in Kung Fu Panda. Nobody would let Seagal be in Kung Fu Panda. He got to be, he was in Expendables. Come on with the other great But this is the, okay, but this is the 80s and not,
1: hey, but can, can Jean-Claude play any instruments? So Steven Seagal can play the guitar and he's pretty good. And he's got an awesome guitar collection from the likes of like Stevie Ray Vaughan and and he's got like two albums out and he does kind of blues. So in 2005, he had he put his first album out and it's kind of bluesy. And I'm not going to say that like his his singing and playing guitar and blues music is like, is super, but it's not bad. It's listenable. So I challenge you to go listen to his albums and tell me that they're not that bad. Can J- JCBD would be like with that thick Belgian action? Like he can't
0: do that. Well, he doesn't need to do that because again, he's still getting cast in films and people want to work with him, and he's, do- he's too busy kicking ass and doing the splits and shit, and like <laughs> holding trucks together with his split legs. <laughs> um, I did actually. I will admit this. I did listen to a couple of uh, your guys' songs today because I was his like, his name oh. is
1: Steven Seagal. You know his name. Use it. <laughs> Use it, bitch. I
0: can't, man. <laughs> But uh, but I did listen to a couple of the songs, and you're right; they actually are pretty good. Of course, he doesn't sing; he just plays the guitar. But the there were a couple blue songs that were actually pretty damn good. Right, like, Not bad. He's yeah. pretty good. I mean, so, some sucked, but some were actually pretty good. So yeah, so you gotta you gotta give it to him there. So he gets one uh, to Van Damme's, what fifty here. I mean, what do we got? Movies, commercials, uh, wins in a fight, um, okay. is still in but- shape. People like him. <laughs> he could. But, he can. He could be okay, a guest on Saturday Live in Okay, the eighties nineties
1: censored. So I think they were pretty comparable in the eighties and nineties.
0: In the nowadays, 80s, 90s, I'm still sticking with my guy. Because your guy, he just does his like, yeah, his bitch slap fight and his <laughs> uh, chick run. towards Van Dam, Van Dam actually can like jump through time, man, <laughs> and fight fight bad guys in the past and present. And cyborgs and other versions of himself. He's so badass. He played himself in a movie <laughs> twice.
1: Yeah. He's so
0: badass that Chuck Norris wanted him to be a bodyguard at Chuck Norris's bar.
1: <laughs> uh, did he marry the weird science chick?
0: No, I. But he's been married like five times though. So yeah. He,
1: so is Steven Seagal. Yeah. I, I think. Th- he he has
0: like seven kids
1: from four marriages or something. I think they both kind of has it have issues. I know Jean-Claude struggles with bipolar disorder and he had some big addiction problems
0: back then. Yeah, in the he definitely day. had a big Coke problem for a while. Does your guy have a life-size statue of himself in his hometown, like Jean-Claude does in Brussels?
1: Hmm? Jean- Jean-Claude has a statue in Brussels?
0: Yeah, that they put up, not him. Like the city of the Brussels put up a Life's life size statue of him in honor of him. Can your guy crack a <laughs> walnut with his butt by pinching <laughs> his butt cheeks together? He can eat some walnuts.
1: He probably <laughs> win a contest eating walnuts. So Jean-Claude could crack them and Steve could eat them like, mm-hmm. like, like a machine. We'll see which which one would tire out sooner. I'm sure Jean-Claude would go butt cheeks and get, get tired after a while, but she, <laughs> Steven Seagal keep on eating and eating. <laughs> he would. Uh,
0: so yeah, I'm sticking with my guy. Sorry. Yeah. There's, there's no way. So, and and I think as always, we're going to have to put this on Twitter. Twitter is taking my side on this one, buddy.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, I mean, it's going to be Jean-Claude. We'll just see by how much basically a hmm. uh, story here. I've actually been, I've seen these guys in person, both of them, huh? Mm-hmm. On separate occasions, I didn't interact with them or anything. But when when I was in the Navy, so I saw Steven Seagal. I was in Harajuku because he he's big in Japan. Um, he's famous there. He's like an like a, like a legit Aikido master. Now all this other stuff about. Um, he was like a CIA agent. He kind of makes up <laughs> stories. FBI. He even had a TV show where he was a sheriff's deputy in Louisiana and later um, because he he I guess he taught some martial arts to the sheriff's deputies there. So they gave him a show and D gave him a show there,
0: but he kind of just kind of sat in the car. Didn't want to get up. He's like, I'm not chasing anybody, man. You saw that. Yeah, no, where's you...
1: my body double? But <laughs> yeah. he kind of has this southern accent because sometimes he's got a little bit of a Italian thing, but sometimes he's got a southern accent when he wants to be. neither
0: of those. Is no, he's like... like from Michigan. Yeah, like and he's like know, a Jewish, Jewish, Irish, or something like that. Something or... like that. So he's yeah. not
1: particularly ethnic, but he kind of <laughs> appropriates the ethnicity of whoever he's hanging out with because i think he just kind of makes stuff up i don't know what's up with this guy but he's interesting i i had the more interesting research project because this guy is all over the place and half of it's unconfirmed because he makes shit up about himself <laughs> but, but i saw him in japan so there's this big crowd and i'm walking down the street and i'm about ready to walk across the street and i look over there's this big crowd and then this big guy in his entourage emerge, emerges from this crowd and they go kind of right next to me. And I look over and, and it was Steven Seagal and he even looked over at me. I was like, oh, I'm not the kind of guy who really accosts celebrities. So I just was like, oh, cool. And he's kind of big. Um, This was the late 90s, so he had gained some weight. So he was a kind of a little, a little on the chunky side, but he, he's bigger than I thought he was. He's a big guy, actually. <laughs> but I was like, oh, wow, okay. So it's Steven Seagal and his people whoever they are bodyguards or tax Posse, accountants you know, I don't know
0: people that follow him around and you
1: know make him look important exactly but this was the late 90s so this was still when he was still kind of big I'd say it was after executive decision and the glimmer man the fire down below um so this was this was still when he was kind of big but going into his e- eco action phase which kind of when he started going downhill in the late 90s but then I saw Jean-Claude Van Damme and he had a little entourage too and he was hanging out at Planet Hollywood in Hong Kong so I looked over there he was and he's he's in like in shape you're like all that guy's in shape so yeah I saw these guys in person that's cool
0: just a little story yeah, no, that's great, man. Cool. I've never seen either of them in person, so there you go. Which one would you rather hang out with? I don't know. It depends on how much I've been drinking or
1: something. Because I think Jean Claude, as long as he's on his pills and stuff, he he'd be probably fun to hang out with. He he's I don't I don't know him, but he he'd probably be all right. He seems kind of like as long as he's got his pills or whatever, he's he's probably pretty fun, but. I don't know, but Steven Seagal would just be interesting though, because he'd tell you a bunch of stories and then you'd be like, wow, is this guy full of shit or not? I don't know. Yeah. And then he'd tell you all these grand stories and you, and you wouldn't really know if they're true or not. Cause he makes stuff up about it. He makes up all these myths about himself and he, and then, but then you never know because he actually was involved in some kind of mob thing where the mob was after him because he, he didn't want to do violent movies anymore and his partner was pissed because he actually helped fund these Steven Seagal movies with mob money. So the, like the the mafia was actually like harassing him and
0: Yeah, but the thing with Seagal is like if you're hanging out with him, you'd always have to be checking everything you say because you would be worried about offending him in some way and then yeah, like, you like know, because he is he's a sensitive it. fella. He's <laughs> so sensitive. To whereas like Van Dam, you could probably relax a little bit when you're hanging yeah, out. Yeah,
1: that's true because it like the Saturday night live, he didn't do a skit with Hans and Franz because Dana Carvey was joking that oh Franz could kick your ass and he took it like seriously like you you can't kick my ass. He's a sensitive little little he's a sensitive bitch, dude. He yeah. is you'd really have to watch what you say. And then you, if you say something wrong, either he'd like do a little bitch run away, or or maybe he'd like hit you and 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 stuff.
0: Yeah, and we're not Van Dam, so we can't actually. You no, know, he because Steven Segal he, probably he, could beat my ass. Yeah,
1: because yeah. <laughs> even though he's kind of older and fatter, he's still an Aikido guy, and I'm just kind of a little younger and fatter, and I don't.
0: I'm just a. I scratch and claw yeah. and I go for kneecaps and yeah, yeah. Kick him in the nuts and run away kind of thing. <laughs> <Yes>. Here's <laughs> Jamie Styles, Steven Sagal, kick him in the nuts and yeah. run away like a little bitch, like he does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a little bitch run. Yeah. But yeah, I I I I think Jean-Claude would beat his ass. So I you I mean you win in that respect. I can't say that you you don't, yeah. but I can say I, that Steven wins and the uh, – more interesting and arduous to research category because Maybe. he's kind of full of he's full think... of all these myths <laughs> about himself, makes up all kinds of Filter stories.
0: filtered truth from fiction.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was difficult. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I would, I think it would be fun to have kind of a, a marathon where we go back and forth between their movies because their movies came out at the same time. They're in their heyday. Yeah, so they, it'd be it'd fun to, head to head have head. kind of a comparison of each movie that came out each year and stuff and, and watch them it'd be fun i think we ought to do that sometime
0: yeah yeah, we could put that on uh, idea for a later episode it's a good one well folks we're about out of time on this episode of the 80s and 90s uncensored if you have an opinion on either of these two heavyweights let us know you can reach us on instagram twitter or facebook at the 80s and 90s com and with that we will say we are out of here like Seagal's chances of ever winning a cage match against Jean-Claude
1: Van Damme. It's only because he's Zen, man. He, he doesn't He he doesn't want to fight because...
0: he only wants to fight if it's like some, you know, short actor Aikido that he yeah, knows he can beat def- up. Aik- <laughs>
1: Aikido is defensive, man. Uh-huh. It's defense only. Yeah. Unless you're like John Leguizamo. <laughs> So I got some poll results back from our discussion about JCVD versus SS Steven Segal. Kind of went down like I thought it would. It's a 74 to 26% split in favor of Sean Cloud, But that's still over a quarter that went for Steven Seagal. Because look, his movies were great until the late 90s when he started doing his
0: echo action vanity projects, right? Come on. And before you know the word got out of as to the kind of person he is yeah
1: well here's one thing I failed to mention in in that podcast which I think might have affected
0: the results is
1: he had his own energy drink
0: yeah I heard about that yeah
1: it was called lightning bolt and and he says he personally like went on a pilgrimage and backpacked through through all of Asia Asia in search of the ingredients oh I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> So it's the first uh, energy drink to contain Tibetan goji berries and Asian cordyceps, which he went on a big pilgrimage and he walked his fat ass all over Asia to find the ingredients. So, I'm but sure. it didn't, it didn't go down. But <laughs> he also had his own fragrance line. Oh you no, know that? that
0: smell like sweat, stale sweat <laughs> by Steven Seagal.
1: It was called Scent of Action. <laughs>
0: Oh, yep. Sticking with my statement. Smelled like sweat.
1: Unhealthy guy sweat, too. Not, not you know, kind of like that. <laughs> it probably would have stayed the same, though, because he, he did run like a little bitch. <laughs> and I say he did because he doesn't run anymore, man. Some of his new movies, he has bottle doubles, body doubles. Do and and run for, for stunts. They're just like walking down the street.
0: He doesn't even they, walk yeah. anymore. <laughs> He funny wheels he up in like some electric wheelchair, stands up, does the scene, sits back down. <laughs> Stunt double comes in, does his walk for him.
1: He just sits down in his in his Walmart scooter and does his slap fighting from there. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, in his running, it's like I don't know. It's I looked at it again. It's unintentionally effeminate. Like he's flailing about.
0: It is funny to watch him run.
1: He runs like a giant toddler, like like he's doing a like a Pampers or a Huggy commercial,
0: like because he's got a fully loaded diaper and he's just running around all flapping.
1: <laughs> no leaks. Look. I can
0: feel it on my butt. It's gross.
1: Even Seagal should start his own
0: line of diapers.
1: He'd call them hard to spill. <laughs> Aikido diapers. Hard to spill aikido diapers you can make them look like little sumo diapers call them hard to spill aikido diapers americans don't know the difference they'll be like ah oh, it's a japanese diaper aikido sumo same thing <laughs> 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 then I, I i would be afraid that steven seagal would come kick my ass but i know he won't he won't get his fat ass out of that chair and come slap fight with me, <laughs> me yeah <laughs>
0: maybe he'll send his walking double to come yeah, he
1: could send his, his body double to walk over here and be like put his fist up in the air darn you now i have to leave i'm only getting paid um just to walk here
0: yeah, i'm not <laughs> actually getting paid to fight
1: well, i'll send the slap guy stunt double over soon <laughs> just stay right where you are <laughs> okay